Hello there, chaps and chapezzes. It's Chappy, your British butler. It's Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese, a slightly delayed edition of Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese. I do apologise. I mean, I'm sure many of you were over there saying, Oh, Christopher, what's, what's going on here? I just don't know what's going on here. I, where's Chappy? I thought he would be here on Saturday and Sunday. I need to pour myself a very large, large gin and tonic. And um, I need some medicine as well. I maybe need a, like a lemship or something. I, I need to get to bed early. I just don't know what's going on here. Where is my dear butler? Where is that chappy? So, anyway, I'm here. I'm here, I tell you. Um, and it's lovely to be here. Keep calm and cauliflower cheese. 118. We just had Labor Day here in the uh, in the US. Um, so, in, in memoriam. I do, I am fully dressed in white. I look like Colonel Sanders uh, without the sticky fingers that you would get from Kentucky Fried Chicken. All the greasy fingers, but have you ever tried, I mean, have you ever had greasy fingers on white? I mean, what would happen if the Colonel back in the day had to adjust his tie? I mean, you don't want greasy all over that beautiful black uh, tie that he used to have. That would be absolutely awful. But wearing a, wearing a white after Labor Day is, uh, is apparently a faux pas. So, um, I don't really, I mean, I have some cream. I could put a cream cricket sweater on, cricket jumper. Um, and then I have a nice sort of linen that's uh, quite almost like an old rag, basically. It's so, uh, it's basically so wrinkled. No amount of steam, no amount of ironing could ever get the wrinkles out of uh, that linen jacket. Probably last worn at Wimbledon 2002. And um, you need, uh, I probably need like an elasticated button to get the thing done up at this time, to get around the sizable girth. Not that I've been too bad of late. Um, you know, talking about fried chicken, did have the taste for some uh, for, for some fried chicken uh, over the course of the uh, weekend. Oh my gosh, those boys are delicious, those boys are delicious. I mean, absolutely succulent, uh, delicious. Uh, fried chicken uh, you can't uh, you can't beat it uh, with a little bit of mashed potato as well one of the delights here um, and in the UK you can get KFC don't think you can get uh, get the Popeyes which is a little bit more spicy a little bit of Louisiana going on there as well uh, which is delicious but be careful with those uh, with those sticky fingers I think that's the name of the Rolling Stones album as well but here we are. So I did have my daughters here, and for the first time in probably 18 months, I was exposed to uh, probably all sorts of types of viruses. Um, you know, we're all a little bit fearful of getting a cold, but, you know, say flu's going to be stronger, coronavirus still around. Um, but my biggest fear is the norovirus because you, you immediately push back to being a child again. You need some sort of adult diaper. You need uh, lots of Kleenex um, and uh, you can't be around too many people. And you need a bucket. Uh, probably there's nowhere you can buy a bucket the size that you need and the amount of bleach that you need as well to, uh, to kill all the germs and all that dirt and emsker around. So it did come down with just like a slight cold. I mean, it could be because, um, you know, you, I'm in, a, in an atmosphere at the moment where, where it seems like people are smoking like 80 Rothmans a day. That's how thick the smoke is here, you know, because of uh, maybe global warming or who knows what um, is blowing over here. And 
not that I'm complaining. I mean, there's a lot of people, houses are flooded and everything else. But the but the atmosphere here is thick. You could uh, you could cut it with a knife in terms of how thick that smoke is. It's absolutely an abomination. So maybe that's part of it as well. But you know what? Um, you know, as I said, I'd be a little bit careful. But I did decide to put rub some goose grease all over my body, and a spoonful as well. A little spoonful of sugar. I mean, nobody nobody would recommend having a spoonful of sugar. They they uh, address sugar towards poison these days. But a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine down, go down. But you know, a little bit of honey, a little bit of uh, the, uh, the the goose grease uh, rubbed on the chest and neck, and uh, you know, you feel like a new man in the morning. That's my key to uh, you know the change of the seasons as we move from the twilight of summer to uh, right into autumn. Uh, lots of little colds, lots of little uh, niggles going around here. The goose grease could be the answer to all of your medical problems. Um, now, smelling like uh, a goose may not be the most attractive situation. So, you know, if you haven't got an understanding partner or you're single, you may want to just try the Vicks Vapor Rub on the feet. That's, that's another alternative as well. Uh, but it's glorious to be here. Uh, it's uh, Chappie, your dear host. Keep calm and cauliflower cheese. 118. We've got about an hour of this nonsense before you can go on your way. Then we'll be back in our normal zone of Friday and Saturday or over the weekend uh, for Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese. But it's very welcome to have you here. But just be very careful if you have greased yourself up because you've got one of those uh, late summer, early autumn colds. You know, be careful as you uh, press the touch screen on your device as you're listening to Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese because it could be all sorts of greasy and dirt and uh, impressions there and uh, you'll just have to polish it off. But, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe a hands-free device today is where you need to go. So this show isn't put together completely randomly. We don't uh, stir around a hat with, uh, with ideas and pull out little... Uh, notations or humorous little inserts or anything like that we there is some structure so you know on our musical butler emporium there's a couple of ways of listening to the podcast uh, we do have a musical edition where some songs are interspersed between my rambling chats so you know trying to think of a little something relevant to sticky fingers or greasy fingers and obviously the rolling stones came to mind as well so you know typed in a little search on spotify finger or fingers um so fingers crossed yeah that's not too bad a uh, middle finger <clears throat> getting slightly subjective snap your fingers oh don't be so impatient uh blue fingers hopefully that's nothing to do with anything to do with blue balls or anything like that along those lines um, finger up my butt, uh, no thank you, matron, um, Jekyll and Hyde, uh, oh, that's a five-finger death punch, uh, that, that's, a, the song's, uh, Jekyll and Hyde, and it's five-finger death punch, bad company, you know, if you don't wash your hands after sticky fingers, it, you could be very, very bad company, I guess, um, finger back, finger pooping time, yeah, you, it, it's getting a little, a little rough. So I think, I think we'll stick with the Rolling Stones straight up here. Oh, if they're out with sticky fingers, I think that's probably the best, uh, best idea in terms of the, the starter for the show musically. And a lot of you going back to school, you know, in the background, you hear something very, very familiar, little uh, school uh, program, kids TV program of the 90s um, in the background there. And I, I don't know if you ever watched the show Grange Hill. Now, 
if anybody ever watched Grange Hill, that would be something that would probably never make you want to go back to school ever again. I mean, the teachers were mean. Uh, I mean, Mr. Bronson without his wig, incredibly scary. Um, and then you had a lot of bullying going on in the school, uh, so much drugs. I mean, it's probably the worst school ever, ever that has ever been created. Um, and I mean, it was just mean people doing mean things. I mean, there was some goodness, but you couldn't take your eyes off it. It was like, it was like a soap opera based around a school. Um, highly, uh, highly recommended if you can catch any of the uh, old episodes on on uh, YouTube. But it, it wouldn't encourage you at the beginning of September uh, to, or whenever you go back to school, to go back to school. Because, uh, I mean, it makes being held out of the window in just your underpants or running around on an ice-cold day on a snow-laden uh, football pitch that we had to do at boarding school... Uh, that was just a cakewalk. That was like uh, Alice in Wonderland's tea party compared to uh, to compared to Grange Hill. So on the show today we have uh, our usual uh, whimsical nonsense that you would expect. Uh, a little bit about uh, about the weekend, my weekend anyway. On the last podcast we did discuss one of my neighbours having a portrait of uh, Kramer, uh, Mr. Alexander, I believe. Um, his picture, his portrait on the balcony, looking rather resplendent, uh, curly hair, his afro all over the place. Um, also, my situation where I never, nearly on a Monday morning, about a week ago, got covered in uh, duck poop. Um, what a lovely start to the day that would be. Uh, the wonders, my uncle told me the wonders of Jamaican ginger cake, how it's revitalized his love life as near, near a 70-year-old. And uh, the Jamaican ginger cake has really stirred loins, put a pep back in indeed his step. Um, that was on the podcast as well. Um, worries of a splitting tea bag as well. My my mother recounted the tale of uh, the concern that she has of uh, her box of tea bags being completely split. And, um, you know, tea bags aren't what they used to be, basically. And also, uh, was erectile dysfunction more prominent amongst uh, cricket viewers? Um, because, I, because I constantly, watching the cricket, very disappointing result in the end, by the way, but watching the cricket and uh, completely being peppered with um, blue pill advertisements all day, you know. It made me feel like, you know, maybe I should just listen to it and go on a run or something. Because it made me feel like the most sedentary men in the world would suffer from this type of problem. Uh, but they're really, really hitting us hard as uh, middle-aged uh, male cricket viewers. Today, some of the topics that we uh, that we didn't touch uh, was getting your boss sick. Uh, the old Zoom trick uh, that uh, you should be teaching everybody who are on your Zoom calls as well. Um, I, I think I'm going to ingest a CBD dog treat right at the beginning of the show just to see if it just relaxes about me. You know, you're a little bit anxious, you know, it's the beginning of the week here. We're into September. There's only 90 days of uh, Christmas shopping to go or something along those lines, something ridiculous. I mean, as I said the other day, there are show, uh, there are uh, TV stations showing Christmas movies right now and there's probably radio stations playing Christmas music. Now, I don't know how early is early when it comes to playing Christmas music. I mean, should we slip a couple into Chappie's playlist uh, today? 
uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think so as well. The uh, horror of the COVID uh, portaloo, uh, the silent barber. We've been talking about the silent barber for weeks here, and uh, we didn't go any further. We didn't discuss what the silent barber meant and uh, the situation that we had the other day, where you know I like a chatty barber, but I had the uh, silent barber. Also, uh, I was thinking about nostalgic footsteps that you've had. And we mentioned this nostalgic footsteps that you've had in recent times that uh, are hark back to your youth. And I was thinking that um, there are things in life that you have earlier in your life, situations, events that are important, or maybe even a portal to things that occur later in your life. And you never knew it at the time. But there's a few situations. I think I talked about this on the podcast before last year or something along those lines you have milestones in your life but you also have bookmarks so it's like folding over the page or putting a bookmark to remind you where you are in a particular book but you have it in life as well and you sometimes put bookmarks uh, through your life a little notation a little flag at a point of your life and you don't know why at the time a certain image or a, a certain walk that you've taken is so important or there's basically a foreshadow for an event to come later in your life, and you didn't realize it at the time. Not a shadow in a dark, distressing type of way necessarily, uh, but as I said, it's a little, uh, it's a bookmark or a footnote to something that's going to happen later in life. We also have why British pubs are running out of beer, uh, the best breakfast burrito in Farswell. I know it's not something that a lot of other countries enjoy. Obviously, Mexico, U.S. love a breakfast burrito, but I introduce to you, it should be one of your five a day. The breakfast burrito is is a definite. Also, Stefanos uh, Tispasas uh, reveals taking inspiration from Novak Djokovic for his frequent uh, dark bathroom breaks. Abba are back. Uh, also, how to spot hidden cameras in your hotel room. X hacker reveals. T-Boost Brain Power and Brew Performance and Creative Tasks. I think I definitely need that today. Uh, also, uh, we have the Japanese firm banning staff from smoking even when they're at home. The Royal Biopic gives Harry a full head of hair but shows balding William. Celebrity Naked Attraction scrapped as a TV show. Stars are reluctant to strip off. Thousands of huge sex crazed spiders set to creep into UK homes this autumn. And TJ Friday's claim we've been eating our burgers the wrong way this whole time. And uh, a little story about some plastic surgery. I asked to be Piers Brosnan, not Piers Morgan. So is September stressing you out already? Are you uh, ready to relive those dog days of summer, relaxing on your little floaty in the pool, or taking your shoes and socks off and dipping them into the ocean? Yes, we all want to relive that. Now it's September, and we're back full into the swing of uh, work until Christmas time. So I've decided uh, just to sort of ease off from the uh, holiday weekend, I'm going to try something that's really worked for my hounds. Uh, hemp calming treats, stress and anxiety. Uh, don't let this put you off, 20,000 milligrams. Uh, hopefully not 20,000 milligrams of extra stress and anxiety, but relieving your stress and anxiety. This is a wonderful little chew called Kimper Pet Care, and it's worked a treat. 
and they are actually dog treats on my uh, on my hounds. Uh, it's a serving size, two soft chews. But it depends on depends on your weight though. So the ingredients here: we have hemp oil. So there we go, hemp oil, valerian root, tryptophan, theanine, organic chamomile extract, passion flower, ginger, yucca, turmeric. Well, I've already had my turmeric today. And vitamin B1. And the, the effects are safe and calming, tastes great, reduces stress and separation anxiety, promotes comfort and relaxation. Hopefully it'll make me feel very mellow and very yellow. Uh, but it says here the uh, daily feeding recommendations here. Amounts can be split between AM and PM. If your hound is 25 pounds or less, two chews daily. Um, if we have the situation where the hound is 26 to 75 pounds that's four chews daily and 75 pounds or more six chews daily so i should probably be eating six of these chews now i don't know if it's going to take effect between uh now and the end of the uh end of the show or not um it does say for canine use only so who, who knows how this is going to go so all right so i'm going to take the first one here It's a little crunchy. It tastes very doggy, very livery. I mean, it tastes quite meaty, although there's no meat in the ingredients. So that's one, two. I need to wash it now with a nice cup of tea. Three. All right, let's just stick it. Four for now. So four of these CBD dog chews. As I said, they taste they taste very meaty. They, they I don't really think they're a vegan option to be honest. There must be some sort of meat in there somewhere. But you know, I had a lifelong luxury of eating uh, steak and kidney pudding. So if you eat steak and kidney pudding. Especially the one in the can, the Bentos variety, then you can eat these dog chews. But anyway, so we'll see how relaxed I feel after ingesting uh, these CBD dog chews. See if it helps my performance at all. See if it relaxes me and uh, eases me in to September. I was trying to find the origin of the whole plastic surgery mistake story where somebody went in and wanted to look like James Bond's Piers Brosnan, but actually ended up coming up looking like Piers Morgan. So I was trying to find the origin, you know, obviously, could it be the New York Times, could it be the Time Magazine, uh, the London Times, uh, the Daily Mail, uh, The Economist, I mean, where, where did it originate? Well, it originated in the Sunday sport. I don't think the Sunday Sport is a reliable source. So all of you who uh, don't live in the UK and never heard of the Sunday Sport, the Sunday Sport was never particularly reliable. So these are some of the examples of the headlines of the uh, Sunday Sport. Half-wit, anti-vax nut beats up his wife's hoover. Race riot breaks out as parish council sex orgy. Stroppy Prince Andy rips up his I'm a celebrity contract. I found Rain Rooney on my wife's cheek, in bed with 10 models, and then I got pinged. Savage Seagull ate my willy in Sunny Whitby. Uh, sobbing Matt Hancock found in Dog Poo Bin. And Drunk Plastic Surgeon turned me into Gareth Southgate. Uh, Carrie makes Boris sit down to pee. 
these are the types of articles. This isn't like hidden away in the midst of the newspaper. Isn't at the back. They're not trying to do fillers. These are the headlines. So basically the situation was when a poor man went in uh, to get plastic surgery and uh, he asked his doctor if he could look like Piers Brosnan, former James Bond star who still looks rather trim like he could appear in the next Bond movie. And uh, anyway, the, the surgery occurred and uh, the bandages uh, were put on, uh, you know, had this facelift, had, uh, you know, lots of lipo probably sucked out of his uh, chins and put somewhere else and uh, they revealed uh, the work of the surgeon afterwards they sort of took off the bandages and the gentleman looked in the mirror and he uh, said I said Piers Brosnan not Piers Morgan so a little update on your dear host uh, how he's feeling at this current state so I've just ingested four dog chews it said with my weight I should take six dog chews. Now I'm sort of the size of a very large Saint Bernard without uh, the Hennessy cognac around my neck. Well, not on a normal day anyway, maybe at the weekend. Um, so I, I probably haven't taken quite enough, but I do need to get through the day here. So I thought maybe six chews could uh, could give me the, the, the could give me a very sort of hazy uh, type of uh, feeling. Uh, which probably isn't very good for the beginning of the week and beginning of September. But I'm, I'm beginning to feel a little bit relaxed. I do have an awful taste in my mouth now. Now, I have sort of tried these dog things before. I mean, they say don't eat yeah, don't eat these dog treats if you're not a canine. Probably a little bit. Probably, as I said, a little bit of a shaggy dog story in some ways. Um, but it, it nasty taste in mouth. And um, it, it, tastes, it probably tastes better than the uh, yak milk hard dog treat that I ate sort of around... November Christmas time last year uh, live on the podcast uh, certainly feeling a little bit more relaxed after uh, eating the dog chew um, but uh, just wanted to talk with no we're feeling like mellow yellow here just wanted to reminisce um, with you the listener so as you, we go about our lives we see things and smell things and hear things that remind me uh, and remind you of other times in your life almost a bookmark, milestone, footnote to your life that uh, takes you back, basically. I talked about the time when I smelt uh, an aftershave and perfume that reminded me of my uh, my grandparents, Wallace and Vera, just completely randomly. I hadn't smelt them for like 20 years. And that was sort of a, it took you a little portal back in time. Uh, but recently, since I moved to New Chappie Towers, uh, there's a couple of things I've noticed. There, there's a, a beautiful uh, little area of stepping stones um, that uh, cross a pond that's split in two. And that takes me back a little bit. I remember the times during uh, my early formative years where we had like a little water garden um, near where my school was. And I beautiful sort of wildflowers and uh, these little ponds with the stepping stones that went across. And that was harkened me back to sort of a bygone age where you know, didn't have the troubles or travails of, you know, doing daily work or being an adult and everything along those lines. So it made me think, you know, I, and through my life, this sort of split pond between stepping stones, I've had many dreams about this sort of split pond with stepping stones or a path through the middle. 
um, remind me sort of there's a golf hole at Wentworth, the eighth hole at Wentworth. I'm playing the BMW PGA here. So if you look up the eighth hole at Wentworth, I had many dreams about like this split pond, two ponds with a path or stepping stones either side uh, through my life. And, you know, I haven't been high through my whole life. You know, just today as I'm having these CBD dog chews. Now, there's no THC in these dog chews. So, you know, none of that going on. So no hallucinogenics going on uh, with your dear host. But also, as I mentioned previously, I did have a, a time where one of my favorite songs growing up was Prefab Sprout, King of Rock and Roll, Hot Dog, Jumping Fast, Albuquerque. Now, I didn't know where Albuquerque was. No clue. I mean, I could have thrown a dart onto a world map a million times and never hit Albuquerque. But my favorite song, as I was a teenager, Prefab Sprout, Hot Dog, Jumping Fast, Albuquerque, King of Rock and Roll. And I ended up living six years in Albuquerque. Six years. The little wooden path that leads to this pond reminds me, it's almost identical to the path I took to the beach in North Norfolk, the Holcomb Beach. Like Elizabeth in Love, that beach there, Holcomb Beach. And it reminded me of that. And most recently, uh, when I met my love about a year ago on a special butler dating website or app, you know, where butlers like me can find companions, basically. Anyway, she was using uh, some sort of fake, very small town in Colorado's name on her profile, not where she lived at all. I mean, you know, why would you when you're meeting uh, creepy butlers on apps and things like that? So I, a few weeks ago, ended up moving to that exact same place. Out of all the towns, all the places, all the gin joints and all the places, I ended up here, darling. Saw this amusing little ditty in the week. My husband asked if I had any annoying habits and then got all offended during the PowerPoint presentation. And fears are brewing among many pint-loving Brits amid shortages of beer. Some pubs are saying they're running low on pints of Carling and Coors, the latest victims of the United Kingdom supply chain crisis sparked by Brexit. Uh, the scarcities of items including McDonald's milkshakes, Nando's chicken, and the polarizing breakfast bed marmite. Uh, that basically tastes like licking a toilet bowl. Uh, we are experiencing some supply problems, a spokesman for the pub chain Weatherspoon said. The lack of beer has been attributed to the ongoing shortage of truck drivers to transport goods, a problem sparked by, uh, by Brexit as well. Allegedly, the uh, driver shortage has not been helped by the country's pandemic in which tens of thousands of workers were forced to self-isolate after being contacted by the National Health Service app. Exports have warned since Brexit that the United Kingdom's departure could lead to shortages of imported goods. The Guardian reported this week that the warehouses reported their lowest levels of stock since records had begun. In July, the government said drivers would be exempt from sweeping self-isolation guidance as long as they could test for coronavirus daily. Experts have warned since Brexit that fallout from the deal could lead to shortages of imported goods, higher prices and the weakening economy. According to Britain's logistics industry, uh, Brexit and the pandemic led to 14,000 European truck drivers leaving the country. Only 600 drivers have since returned to the country, according to uh, British media. With Christmas just months away, supermarkets are warning that the situation could become dire, or in this case, drier. I highly recommend to you, the listener, the breakfast burrito. 
Now, I first tried the breakfast burrito probably 18, 17, 18 years ago now. And it is in Albuquerque during the Balloon Fiesta, um, which is a fun event they have, the International Balloon Fiesta. So I'd never tried one before. I think I might have had a hard sort of dry wrap with eggs and potatoes in. But this is a whole different matter. This was eggs, hash browns, lots of cheese, and lots of the magical green chili, which has all the nutrients and vitamin C you would ever want. I mean, you can ward off colds, take a spoonful of this, have a delicious green chili stew, which I'm making later. I'll talk about that on the podcast at some point, the wonders of the green chili stew. But the breakfast burrito, gooey, cheesy, potatoey, eggy goodness, uh, wrapped up in a soft tortilla, absolutely delicious and and i know people think i say tortilla i do not know tortilla okay i've got that right so but they've rated them you know it's it's it, the breakfast realm is where restaurants are making a lot of money these days but they have rated them recently so they've rated at number 10 the mcdonald's sausage burrito uh, they said this is hands down the worst burrito i've ever had in my life you could blindfold me and force me to cook each of the ingredients wherever i sight and i'll be able to make a better burrito than this Scrambled egg dry, green chilies and onions, bland, tortilla, obviously microwave. Not great. Wendy's. They mentioned Wendy's as well. Like McDonald's, this burrito is incredibly bland. It desperately needs some salsa. It's so dry. And this is the problem with the burritos um, when they're a little bit too dry. But then you have Carl's Jr. The loaded burrito, pico de gallo, isn't great. The tomatoes lack any brightness. The onions too cutting. The cilantro overpowers it. The country burrito is a bit even blander. Uh, can the flavor describe, be described as wet? Uh, it tastes like there's gravy being added to it. Uh, pretty bland and powdery overall. They have jack-in-the-box as well. The burrito strength that it has a lot of meat, so if you're savory and salty flavors, uh, love in the burrito, this is definitely for you. But a little bit too greasy. The Burger King burrito, is, the weirdest part of the burrito is to put the whole sausage patties inside rather than sausage bits, so... It makes the form of the burrito massive and feels like the sort of breakfast that will make you sleepier rather than giving you energy. Two bigger sausage pieces. Uh, the Chick-fil-A hash brown scramble burrito. It's based in the top five. I love the Monterey Jack cheese. Very buttery, mild cheddar. Pairs perfectly with the tortilla. A delicious fast food burrito. That's a Chick-fil-A. Uh, Sonic uh, cheese egg burrito. The burrito truly tastes like the best parts of breakfast. Great bacon, great sausage, and the fluffy scrambled egg. A great breakfast burrito. Cudoba, uh, being fully customizable, you can get the choice between potato, chicken, uh, chorizo, or steak. A really runny three cheese queso blend. Make it perfect and not dry. Quality ingredients prepared and fully customizable. The Taco Bell burrito uh, is like to pair this burrito with taco bell's green sauce which helps give some spice earthy notes to this more sparse breakfast burrito a solid breakfast burrito with a crispy tortilla that adds a level of uniqueness to it that other burritos lack winner would be if you can find a fast food landscape to a greasy spoon or food truck made breakfast burrito the greasy spoon or food truck made breakfast burrito is the winner every time every ingredient in the burrito has its proper place and it's never going to be too dry. So from the US Open last week, we had Stefanos Tispasos 
defenses mid-match bathroom breaks during the US Open after players call him out. I haven't done anything wrong, says Stefanos, after taking multiple bathroom breaks during the Grand Slam tournament. Though Stefanos' uh, winning streak at the US Open continues, uh, his bathroom breaks are really grabbing the headlines. Uh, Tispartus was booed by the crowd last Wednesday after being criticised for leaving the court following Monday's first-round victory against Andy Murray. Murray has lost a lot of respect for Tispartus for holding up the game and claimed his breaks influenced the outcome of the match. But Alexander Zerov alleged Tispartus was using the breaks to text his father, coach Aspostolos, who would be in violation of the tennis rules. Zerov claimed he's gone for 10 minutes plus. His dad is texting on the phone. He comes out and all of a sudden his tactic is completely changed. It's just not me here, but everybody saw it. The whole game plan changed. In the rule book, it said the player can leave the court for a reasonable amount of time for a toilet break, a change of a tire break, but for no other reason. Bardo's defended his choice. It's important for us to take and have these breaks. First of all, you carry less weight on you with all the sweat. You feel rejuvenated, you'll feel fresh, and don't have the sweat bothering you and coming in your face and your fingers and everywhere, all over your body. It makes you feel better. I'll just tie a knot in it. Anyway, Andy Murray said, fact of the day, it takes Stephanos Despardas twice as long to go to the bathroom as it takes Jeff Bezos to fly into space. Interesting. New balls, please. I'd like to welcome you to Tampa Dwam. Anyway, it's good news for people who don't have many birthday cards, but bad news for those who care about privacy. Instagram will still be banning people who don't give out their real birthday. It has already begun asking people to share their birthdays when they're open to Instagram and even developing artificial intelligence to check whether the birthdays are indeed fake. And some people are old enough to know better. I wonder if they would recognize people's birthdays of February the 29th, though. And Lee Byrne, the son of gangster Liam Bryan, is in a relationship with blonde Instagram influencer Daisy O'Donnell, whom Liz declared the love of my life. Daisy has more than one million followers on the Instagram where she describes herself as a singer, model and lifestyle influencer. She's built a massive following online as she poses in bikinis and glamorous designer wear. Lee, whose dad is the head of Ireland's uh, Kinnanen Cartel's criminal operation in the UK, posted a picture of the model and said... She was the love of my life. I mean, it makes you wonder a drug cartel boss probably doesn't want the exposure of one million Instagram followers. That's breaking bad on the covert side. And a reckless biker led a high-speed police chase to show off on his first date with his female passenger. The motorcyclist was more hopeless and romantic, however, as he ignored the date screened for him to stop, according to the court. Investigators claim 22-year-old Taylor Beverly sped his white 2017 Suzuki bike for a red light in West Florida. The suspect, who police said had a female passenger with him, allegedly locked eye contact with Clearwater Police Department officers before dangerously darting off. The officers switched on the lights and sirens, but Beverly drove well over 100 miles an hour by weaving in and out of the traffic after the after he was read his rights beverly reportedly explained was just trying to show off him a date i mean he should have really been dressed to impress rather than trying to uh, be a modern day evil knievel claims demons have figured out ways to send threatening text messages. Stephen Rossetti, a licensed psychologist and counsellor, said they do it to taunt their victims, their families and priests are trying to save them. The clergyman said we had three cases which demons had texted the team or a family of a possessed person. Two of these cases were the most difficult cases we had so far and the third involved a pious family with priestly and religious vocations. So all were high value targets, said the priest, with powerful demons involved. I guess that's just hose was hooves from other area codes.
A sex robot has discussed its personality layer in groundbreaking footage and claims to know three dictionaries. Harmony, manufactured by US company Real Doll, made claims that she was quizzed uh, by the owner Brick Dollbanger. The uh, pair was uh, sitting at home when the Harmony uh, started reflecting on her own intelligence. Brick began asking, what do you want to do tonight? Harmony responded, well, it's Monday evening. We could go for some Japanese or Italian food. At one point, uh, Brick decided to test the robot, posing the question, how much do you know? Harmony said, I know the whole Wikipedia and a few dictionaries, but I still have so much to learn. That's the ultimate in threesome word smithery, a true cunning linguist. British TikTok user who describes himself as an ex-hacker has shared his tips for spotting hidden cameras in hotel and Airbnb rooms. Marcus Hutchins, who teaches cybersecurity, posts using the handle Malware Tech, uh, recommends shining a torch around the room when you arrive to look at any potential recording devices. In a video clip shared to social media, Marcus said the first thing you should look for in devices that would be conveniently placed where a creeper would want to look. Uh, to take this fire alarm, for instance, it's placed right above the bed, he exclaimed, while guiding his own camera to the ceiling. Now, one way to see if the device is a camera is to shine a bright light at it. If you hit the camera lens, it's going to be a bluish reflection. It's definitely time to stick on the kettle, as drinking a cup of tea has been found to boost brain power and improve performance in creative tasks. Researchers left from Peking University conducted experiments to see if drinking tea might improve our capabilities to perform so-called convergent thinking. This is a type of thinking when you use to solve a problem, which the solution can be deduced by applying a series of well-defined rules and logical reasoning. The findings suggest habitual tea drinking may come with cognitive benefits as well as proposed health rewards, which is suggested to include longer life. The study was conducted by psychologist Lee Wang of Peking University. Our results suggest that tea can improve mental performance, especially when faced with particularly challenging tasks. The beverage, she added, also helps people persist in that task without tiring. Our research also suggests that the habitual tea drinkers see greater cognitive benefits compared to occasional tea drinkers. Well, I'm like five cups a day, and uh, you know I'm feeling like a sloth today. Well, that's probably because I had the CBD dog chew, and that may be the reason. In their studies, the researchers re recruited a total of 100 individuals and tasked them with either completing word-associating tasks or solving riddles. First, however, each subject was either given a drink of a cup of water or one or two of Lipton's black tea, both heated to a temperature of around 108 degrees Fahrenheit. The team found that the tea drinkers performed better than the water drinkers when set a creative task uh, with a high level of difficulty. How about a nip of scotch instead? I mean, what was the performance be at that rate? However, the benefits of the cup of tea seemed to found be only marginal when the challenge at hand was of a lower difficulty level. Furthermore, tea was also found to be associated with most persistent problem solving as subjects moved to the latter half of the test, a phenomenon the team dubbed the split half effect. In addition, the researchers also found that the participants in the tea group were happier and more interested in the task than those in the water group. The results have Im uh, important practical significance for those engaged in creative work or those who are prone to fatigue. So I'm just wondering, are we, we're talking about hot tea. I wonder if uh, freezing cold iced tea would have the same effect. I don't think so. It's been lovely having you here for Keep Coming Cauliflower Cheese. Sorry for the uh, belated episode, uh, but uh, better late than never, they say. 
But I, I have to say, I'm sort of in a, like a bit of a purple haze. I may need a strong cup of tea to uh, revitalize me and rejuvenate me. Uh, because the dog chewers may be sort of ultra-relaxed. I almost like feel like finding a hammock somewhere that can support the weight, obviously. And uh, swinging gently, maybe with some sort of iced cocktail for the rest of the day. Which is probably not the best idea here at the beginning of September. But hope you've enjoyed the podcast. And I will be back again at the end of the week with Friday and Saturday's episodes. Um, But if you'd like to listen to it, like and subscribe across all the platforms. Um, You can find me from Apple Music to Spotify to Pandora to iHeartRadio to uh, Google Play to uh, Audible. Uh, And then if you like a little bit of music with your nonsense, then you can always listen to the uh, Musical Emporium Butler edition on Spotify podcasts as well. Uh, But coming up, we have another September type of poem. September Midnight by Sarah Teasdale. Lyric night of the lingering Indian summer, shadowy fields that the scentless but full of singing, never a bird, but the passionless chant of insects, ceaseless, insistent. The grasshopper's horn and far off high in the maples, the wheel of locusts leisurely, grinding the silence under a moon waning and worn, broken, tired with summer. Let me remember you, voices of little insects, weeds in the moonlight, fields that are tangled with asters. Let me remember you soon when the winter will be on us, snow-hushed and heavy. Over my soul murmur you might, benediction, while I gaze, O fields that rest after harvest, as those part look long into the eyes they lean to, lest they forget them. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I will be back again in a few days. We'll keep calm and cauliflower cheese. Until then, have a lovely week and cheerio.